what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are to disagree. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to Chick Chat. We are back coming to you coast to coast, East Coast, Jeanette, West Coast, Mary Margaret. How you doing, Jeanette? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, thanks. How's the weather treating you out there? It's better. It's not it's not ninety and plus so 178 degrees yeah I can stand outside for more than five minutes without just dripping sweat and needing another shower so that's good that's positive seeing how you have a child in soccer right oh my gosh yeah soccer this past weekend was so much better oh good before yeah good it looked like from the weather reports I saw online it looked like you guys are in for a little bit cooler weather which I'm glad um and hopefully now you can start enjoying fall yeah, I'm excited. My favorite right. season. Yes, mine too. Um, well, we're going to jump right in because okay. mentioning fall, that means fall TV is back. Yes. Yay. Summer sucks sometimes, you know, when it comes to television. Everybody catches up on their Netflix. There's a couple of shows that we watch like Big Brother and some other Joker shows, you know, that really obviously they don't feel the need to compete in fall <laughs> fall lineups but um fall tv is here and as some of you know as um we've talked about in the past i am cable free and i utilize youtube tv not sure who all uh out there watches on youtube tv but i love it i get to record as many things as i want and then decide if i want to keep them or not so it's not the normal hey you only get to record two things at one time and whatnot. And then of course I can watch them anywhere at any time on any of my devices. This is not a paid ad for YouTube TV, although I'm happy to accept sponsors if anybody would like to. Um, but I did want to, um, go through my lineup. I have pulled up right now, my, my page on YouTube TV app that shows me every show I have set to record ever. And so, um, I'm able to watch it, determine if I want to keep it, And if not, I just turn it off and move on. So as Fall TV has been promoting themselves and getting all these new shows out there and must-see TV type stuff, I've just said, oh, that looks somewhat interesting. So I'm just going to hit record and then I'll make a decision after I watch the first couple episodes. Okay. Which I have done on most of these episodes now. So I'm going to do a very quick run through. We're just going to kind of pound these out and hopefully um, anybody listening out there could always 
um, chime in and tell us if they've watched something different that I'm missing out on. Because with YouTube TV, I can go back and watch the past episodes, even if I haven't been recording them. But then I can start recording them after the fact. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's pretty brilliant. Not going to lie. I'm loving it. Um, but we're just going hit to da- hit, the, hit the ground running. Some of these shows have been ongoing that we've been watching forever, of course. So they're still on my list. But we are going to come across some of the fall TV stuff. And we'll point those out as we go. I'm going to give you um, a little insight to what it is I have recording all the time. Probably says something about me for anybody that can like analyze my stuff out there but tell me if you watch any of these tell me what you think of them and if I should drop them keep them or if you want to know more ready okay Okay. so I always have set to record watch what happens live with Andy Cohen just because I adore him I think um, he's hilarious and I don't watch every episode. I wait and see um, who the guests are. And if it's from a show that I've just recently watched, I will a lot of times chime in. But um, I have that set to record. That's not fall TV, but it goes on and on. I also have Shark Tank set to record because I love Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, um, I don't get um, new episodes all the time, but now with uh, fall TV ramped up, Shark Tank has come back with some new episodes, and I'm excited about that. So, do you watch Shark Tank? I do sometimes. I mean, I usually have to go back and watch some shows or Hulu them for the next yeah. day, but I enjoy Shark Tank. I think yes. it's, it makes me think that I can invent something one day. <laughs> it makes me feel smarter. It just does. Um, I don't, you know, mainly because I like to try to play along with it and see if I'm doing what the other sharks think, you know, if I think it's a great idea or if I don't think it's a good Mm -hmm. idea, I do that based on what the sharks think. And I, and I see if I match up with any of them. So shark tanks always on my list. Oh yeah. Yes. So another one that's getting ready to come on this week actually is a new season of below deck. Do you watch below deck on Bravo? (laughs) Below deck. Yes. Okay. So there's below deck and then there's below deck Mediterranean, which is also on my list um spawns of them the new one coming up is below deck and it's got kate chastain coming back as the chief stew is she your favorite chief stew or do you prefer hannah can i pick none of the above (laughs) no okay so there's been three since i've been watching this of the three kate is top two the first one was just horrid i thought adrian adrian yes she's horrible and she came back as a guest on one of them, and I felt so bad for them. <laughs> it was the worst. It was the worst. I don't like Adrian either. Um, um, so, yeah, I think I like I think I think like Kate more than Hannah. Yes, I think they're very different, you know, on how they yeah. go about things. Um, you know, I looked it up, and Kate is, like, younger than I am. What? I feel weird about that because <laughs> I picture her I as, like, a lot older. I do, too. I kind of picture her pushing 50, but... Oh, yeah. She looks older. She does. She does. Um, So as a brief synopsis for anybody listening, Below Deck follows the crew of a yacht that is available for multi-million dollar charters. And so this crew, um, you're seeing what happens below deck. Um, There's always drama, um, but there it's a it's a good old fashioned um, Bravo show. I love it. Um, Guilty pleasure wise. I love it. Um, last question on Below Deck. Do you think it's I love it, Sandy, Sandy or like, Lee? Which which captain do you prefer, Sandy or Lee? 
Oh gosh. They're both so different and I enjoy them both so much. They're both no nonsense. Absolutely. I feel like you can get away with less with Captain Lee. Totally. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to tell you what makes or break the show for me. I love the shows with Ben as the chef. Agreed. Hard for me to, to like get into the other chefs on the show. If Ben's on there, I'm set because he is hilarious to me. Yes. So there was one, a one time. There was a one time chef named Adam. Yes. Handsome, easy yeah. on his eyes. He was good, and he caused a little bit of drama here and there, but he kind of mm-hmm. still did his chef work, which I like. Um, but a chef role on there is key. It is important to the whole show. Yes. I do not know who the chef is this season. It didn't look like it was Ben. Did not. But you know what always happens is the chef goes home a lot of down. times, <laughs> and then they bring Ben back in. So He's probably his contract i'll come for two weeks (laughs) ben ben shall not do full season work so here's hoping for the new season (laughs) that's right so the new season starts on the 7th i'm excited about it and um we'll definitely be following up with that soon um okay i have beat bobby flay on my episodes to record all the time just because i have a little crush on bobby flay always have Mm -hmm always will. And I love the concept of the show. If anybody doesn't watch it on Food Network, you probably should. My kids love to watch it with me. Um, There's a little bit of smack talk in it. He has different celebrities come on and judge with him. Um, But I also just, like I said, have a little crush on Bobby Flay. So that's going to stay on my list. I don't care what you say. (laughs) I've never seen it. Really? Really? I mean, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant show. He, he, goes on there and has his buddies, whoever celebrity he wants to bring on, come on and pick two people to to face off against each other. And the winner of that battle then faces off against Bobby Flay in a competition cooking their specialty, not his, but theirs. Okay. And so sometimes, you know, um, he has never cooked it before. And sometimes he's never done that. But um, the whole point is for him to lose. The, the show, they want him to lose. And they bring on blind tasting judges to test the uh, uh, dishes at the end. And then they crown a winner. And if you beat Bobby Flay, you know, it's kind of a big deal. And it's set in like a um, boxing ring. It's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, check it out. Beat Bobby Flay on Food Network. Okay. All right. Here's some good ones. Uh, Million Little Things. Have you been watching this on... I believe it's ABC. Yeah, it's I'm a few episodes behind last season. Okay. And I haven't watched any this season, but I love that show. I do too. I enjoy it. The only thing that I have a problem with is that it came out after um it 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 started out coming out, I guess, after This Is Us. Oh right, yeah. And I feel like everybody was so engulfed in This Is Us that a million little things kind of played its like little stepsister. And a million little things though, like as much as I love it, I hope they don't force this too much. Like it, it becomes really hard. Like it starts Mm -hmm. out, it starts out with one guy ends up killing himself. Essentially. That's the premise of the show. Yeah. But then we find out that somebody else at the exact same time, one of his best friends was trying to kill himself at the same time. And, you know, so sometimes I'm like, "Mm," like, I don't, 
I don't want us to, I understand it's possible, but let's not bring everybody down so much on this show. Like I feel there's really nothing happy about the show at all. Oh no, no. I mean, not, there's always some sadness tinged with happiness in that show. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. But it, it does, it does weigh on me a lot. Um, so there's I feel a lot like of it's things that happen. There's a lot, a lot of problems going on with amongst these like six friends. <laughs> they've got a really, really crappy hand they've been dealt on several fronts. So yeah. I, as much as I do like the concept and the show, and I realize that it's a very important topics that have to be discussed. I fear that their shelf life may not go as long as some other just kind of ongoing shows that have had success. Yeah, they've got to um, find new things to talk about on that show. I think so. It's it's going to be hard because you pit them with so much all at once. Yeah. So um, I, I enjoy the show and I think people should check it out, but obviously be prepared for some pretty heavy topics. And if you don't feel comfortable watching those or if it just kind of, again, wears on you too much, you might lose interest in this show pretty quick. Moving on. Million Dollar Listing. <laughs> Again, Bravo Network. Which one? New York, of course. I know, but do you like New York or LA? I okay. like New York. New York. <laughs> New York all the way. Um, okay. Again, I may have crushes on a couple of the guys on there. I don't care about their I sexual like, preferences. I like them all. They all crack me up. <laughs> I don't know who I enjoy more. So I have a friend who lives in New York, right? Uh-huh. A good, good friend of mine. And... After watching several episodes of the most recent season that's ongoing right now on Million Dollar Listing New York, I just had this gut feeling that I really, really have some sort of connection to these guys. Uh, Something, our souls are intertwined somehow. So I, on a whim, reach out to my buddy who is in a very chic social circle, if you will. And I reached out and said, please tell me that you have some sort of connection to any of the guys on Million Dollar Listing New York. And if you don't, just lie to me and tell me that you do. (laughs) So he wrote me back and said, I do, in fact, have a connection to them. What? And then I was curious, wait, are you lying to me to make me happy or do you really? So he wrote back and said, no, I seriously do. Um, That... um, What's the guy? Oh, shoot. What's the guy's name who is uh, something gold? He just uh, he's straight on the show and he is a um, he's getting married. His wife's having a or he's his girlfriend's having a baby. She's foreign. She just moved in. Oh, the guy with the brown hair, the, oh, the guy used to be a model. Yes. I don't remember his name. Yes. Anyway, he. Um, has a connection with him through mutual friends. And he is, um, they see each other in the Hamptons every once in a while amongst their friends. Steve Gold, that's his name, Steve. Steve Gold. So my buddy is acquaintances with Steve Gold and his mutual friends that they have between them, which I love. Yeah. And then I said, so that's awesome. And then... He drops a bomb later and says, oh, well, and I also used to see Frederick at the clubs all the time back in the day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, tell me more. Tell me more. And so, yeah, so I got a little bit of dirt on Frederick back in the day, who, side note, in case everybody's not familiar, 
um, Frederick Sporin, and he used to be a porn star. What? what? I see the shock on your face. Our fans cannot see this right now, but you had shock on your face just now. You didn't know that. No, I mean, I knew he was foreign. Yeah, well, yes, he's foreign. <laughs> he's clearly <laughs> foreign. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he used to have some, some in the adult industry videos, um, which not saying that I've looked at them, but they are online. Just saying. Um, he, he, did by, he did go by, he did go by a artist, right? Do what? Isn't he the one married to the artist? Yes. He's married to another guy that's an artist. Yeah. And they're constantly, you know, debating whether to be in New York or LA. Whether to have a baby. That's right. So Frederick used to go by the name Tag Erickson. That was his, his adult film name. Oh my. Worth researching, just throwing that out there. Um, but the show's fantastic. Ryan makes me laugh every time. I love Ryan. I love Ryan. He, you know, he got his start on soap operas. What? Yeah. He was on like guiding light or whatever. One of those things, but that's his background. Like he used to actually be on soap opera shows and then got the looks for it. He's got the super handsome, super charming, so much fun. Like I, wish that I could hang out with these guys any of them I'll take any of them yeah what's the shorter guy's name that's from Puerto Rico I love him too oh yeah I don't remember his name but he's he's hilarious he just showed back up yeah like he went off the grid for a while (laughs) yeah he's he he shows back up and he's like oh I'm back and I've got an earring and I wear nail polish and eyeliner and p.s I got somebody pregnant so now we're having a baby Like the show is fantastic. It is awesome. Like I wish I had enough money to, to just go and even look at a property and be like, I want you to help me find a property in New York. They would never show me anything there because I'd be, be like, like, here's what I have to spend the bathroom, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Plumbing is optional because I'm not sure I can afford it. But the show's amazing. I love I love the stuff I learned too about the area. You know, I mean, I think yeah. it's really fascinating what they have to do going into it and the planning and the marketing behind it. So all that's great. But yeah. just their side comments and like the things that they do to when they're meeting with these people, it's just awesome. It's hilarious. So yeah. I watch that pretty religiously. I've gone back and watched old seasons of it. Um, highly recommend that. Of course, Bravo does it again. Yes. All right, so next uh, new fall show. I put this on there on a whim because I was just curious, and I um, I like the guy that's starring in it, but I'm just not sold on it yet. But it's a comedy or a sitcom 30-minute show called Perfect Harmony. Okay, yeah. Yes, so premise it's been one being, episode, right? Or maybe there's been two. Two episodes now, okay, yeah. I've seen the first, I saw the first one. I'm, I like it. I'm in. Okay. It's that Bradley Whit- Whitford. Whitford. Yeah. Yeah. So who I love, right? Yes. I love Bradley Whitford. I used he's to love it, him. I'll watch it. I, exactly. If he's in it, I'll watch it. It was um, West Wing kind of yeah. sold me on him, right? Um, I, I love it. Love him. Yeah. But here he is on this show. And I'm, I'm curious how it's going to go because it just kind of thrust you into the whole concept pretty fast. Um, And they didn't explain a whole bunch, but he's apparently in a 
sort of a little country town where his wife lived, but then she died. Where she grew up and that's where she wanted to be buried. And he didn't want to leave her there is what I understand. So he kind of got a little boathouse, not a boathouse, but like a house, a dock house almost. Yeah. And he, he's living there now because his wife is buried there, right? Yes. That's my understanding. But he is a famous, like, uh, uh, conductor for for choirs and music yes. he's a professor right yeah, i believe so yes okay so he's very distinguished and you know classy and has this kind of air about him but he's in this little podunk town that has like a church choir that performs in competitions mm-hmm. i was kind of hoping this would suffice with my like glee um missing you know or, or not getting to have glee anymore I haven't decided if it's the one or not, but it is the lady that's in uh, Pitch Perfect. Yes. She's in it. And then, yeah, there's... I don't know if that's her name, but something like that. Something like that. I can't remember, but it is... um, It does have a couple other faces that people might recognize from other shows, but um, no other huge names in it. So it's it's okay. I've, I've watched both episodes. I'm keeping it on my list, but I'm... Again, it's it's a 30, 30 minute comedy that you know you kind of wonder like can can Bradley Whitford pull this off for the for the whole gang again? So I enjoy it, but one of my favorite movies is called Fighting Temptations. Oh yeah, yeah. The Gooding Jr. in it, and um, hold on one second, and it's got um, Beyonce in it. Yes, and so it's kind of to me based on that. Like, it's very similar in that concept. Like, I mean, Bradley Whitford and Cuba Gooding Jr.'s characters are different from the movie and the TV show, but in the movie, Cuba Gooding Jr. basically goes back to his hometown because his aunt has, aunt has died, and she'll leave him money, but only if, like, the choir wins. And so he pretends uh-huh. some famous music producer and starts conducting the choir, and it's full of, like, town folks and you know it's so i enjoy that movie and so it plays to your emotion now concept so i'm, I'm like oh this is cool you know this is yeah choir, church choir competitions every week and we'll see and he's got a nemesis already on the show so. right right it's like small um, town church choir makes good it is and hopefully that will continue on so that there's a little bit more music in it because unfortunately for the first couple episodes it's only been like two songs you know I need more music you get a song an episode yes I need I need a little more I need them to ramp that up yeah um moving on I still watch Grey's Anatomy after a couple years ago on our show we found out or I found out that that show was still on the air and you were still watching it <laughs> yeah. and so I went back and I Netflix the entire thing and caught up to where I had not seen and um so now I'm back in the groove of things and I've been watching it um religiously since then so it's back kind of pretty standard pretty steady mm-hmm. right you're yeah. you watching it yeah I missed last week I missed a whole lot of tv last week but yes I I need you to uh, catch up and do your homework Yes, it's, it's pretty standard Grey's Anatomy. Obviously, if you've enjoyed the show in the past, you're still going to enjoy it because it's the same topics and the same stuff and the same issues, right? So, right. Um, little spin on it this year. Not truly a spoiler, but you could figure it out. Is that um, you know three the three original cast members still there have been fired from the hospital and they're all 
doing different things now. So Alex Karev, um, Chief, and Meredith Gray. So yeah. um, let the let the hijinks resume. Right? It is a um, it's it's Gray's Anatomy. It's probably not going anywhere for a while. Okay, Stump Town, new show, ABC. Mm. I've seen it. Based in Portland, which is yeah. is intriguing to me at this point, obviously, um, on the West Coast now. But I thoroughly have enjoyed Snumptown. I mainly signed on not because of Kobe Summers, who is from How I Met Your Mother. Right. I joined on because of the guy that played Nick on New Girl. <laughs> is that, um, yeah. I love him. Yes. And everything he's done. So I signed on to watch it for that. I really enjoy it. I like the concept of it. One of my favorite parts is that she uh, she's kind of a, a beat up rogue PI, you know, who's been yeah. through some crazy stuff in her life. But she drives this nasty old Mustang, you know, like we all saw back in high school, I think. And she um, she got it on such a deal that the tape player in it is stuck on a mixtape. That somebody put in there so every episode every time she turns on her car it brings up another like 70s or 80s yeah tape song that somebody else has made and she almost plays off of that song for the theme of the episode and I love that I think it's yeah. it's super smart and it's intriguing and I love the music that they've played thus far um and they reference it a lot so it's pretty cool if if you're into that stuff um there's she's she's kind of a badass like in the show she's beating up people and stomping all over stuff but it's it's an hour-long uh kind of standalone episodes but there is obviously the ongoing stories of things so I encourage mm-hmm. you to watch from the beginning but Stumptown's pretty good I enjoy it yeah it's a good show it is all right next one is on Fox called Almost Family did you watch the premiere episode of this? I didn't. I, I've heard the concept. I just didn't see the premiere. Well, there's only been one episode, so we'll see how this week okay. goes. But I enjoyed it. It is a little bit more of like a, um, I don't want to say like Gossip Girl or like Friday Night Lights or something like that, you know, where it's got more like the younger generation involved in the storyline. So therefore, you know, relating to them somehow might be a little difficult for some people, I think. But... Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I love the concept of it because it makes total sense that this could be happening in real life. <laughs> a yeah. facility clinic owner who is like world renowned for basically creating miracle babies in these people that are unable to have children and have gone to him for um, treatments comes out that he supplied the sperm for all these patients. And so now it's come out um, that there's a whole bunch of his kids out there running around and people didn't know it. And um, there's this kind of debate of the, the, the women that became pregnant from it um, maybe had suspicions that he had, but they didn't really care because they just wanted a baby at that time and they were happily married and they kind of just went on with their lives and whatnot. But it's pretty interesting. And so now that this all came out, they kind of held this big open forum. If you thought that, you might be one of the kids you can come and get a DNA test and everything. And so now all these people are running into each other and it's, it's interesting. So they just started it first episode, but that one's staying on my list because I, I think it's an interesting storyline. Yeah. So, okay. So next up is survivor 
Um, I'm pretty sure you've watched Survivor in the past, Jeanette, but you're not a current watcher. Is that correct? Right. I would. I watched the old episodes the, when it was brand new. So probably for the first five seasons I watched. Okay. So this year is a little different. You know, I'm fairly new to Survivor over the last couple years. Um, I watched one season way back in the past when I was in college, but um, now I'm watching it again. I got kind of roped into it by my family who swears by it. They make fun of me for watching Big Brother, yet they watch Survivor and think it's, you know, a true uh, test of survival, whereas I think Big Brother is pretty much a big test. But nonetheless, Survivor this year uh, is a little different. It's called Island of the Idols. It's on CBS. Um, They are... Um, having it to where once a week people are chosen from the tribes to go over to a secret island. They think they're in trouble. They think they're being punished. And really, when they arrive, Boston Rob and whatever that woman's name is, I never watched her on a show, Sharon, Cheryl, something like that. She is, um, they are there and they are the idols. They are the two like most winning people, I believe, in um, Sandra, dadgummit, Moose just told me her name is Sandra. Okay, so Sandra and Boston Rob are there. They're like the most um, winningest people to ever play and stuff. So now they are coaching these people that get blindly selected to go out there. And they are giving them tips on like a different topic each week. Like one was to how to build fire. And one was like how to be sneaky on your campsite and stuff. It's really bizarre. I'm not yeah. quite sure where they're going with it. I like the idea. I get what they're doing, but there's going to have to be more because eventually these people that have been going to the island are going to start talking to each other. Right now when they come back, they don't tell anybody that Boston Rob and Sandra, Sandra are there. Right. They, they like keep it a secret. So, But sooner or later, they're going to start talking, and I'm afraid they're going to actually have to do something more with this. So anyway, that's the concept of Survivor. I do like Boston Rob. Yeah, um, I like Boston Rob. Yeah, and and you know, and it's it's kind of neat because these guys are definitely like older now and you know, they've they've seen so much on Survivor and now they're watching it from the outside. So they sneak into tribal council and they watch from the background. Nobody knows they're there and they whisper the whole time and stuff. It's pretty, it's different. I don't know. I'm, I'm the verdict's still out. There's only been a few episodes thus far for the season. So I'm not quite sure. I haven't found out who I'm going to pull for or what Boston Rob and Sandra are doing there, but nonetheless, it's all good. Nice. So that's Survivor. It's a different one. If you feel the need to just go and jump in, you haven't missed too much yet. Well, now that I know Boston Rob's on there, I might check it out and see what's going on. I think he's worth it. I kind of yeah. dig it. He's kind of worth it. It's neat to see him on there. And so, uh, and you know, and they, they, they announce at the beginning, each time somebody comes to the Island, they cannot win. They're not competing. They are not in this competition. They're just there to help them. And they, if you do right by them on the Island of the idols and you learn your skill or task or whatever their chore is, um, you can compete against them. And if you win, you get like, uh, an immunity idol to take back with you that's good for like two weeks or something. Oh, wow. So there's there's perks to it. It's just, I'm just still not sure what they're going to be doing with it. Anyway, moving on, again, 
blazing through my YouTube lineup of what I have set to record because on YouTube TV, you can just record it and you do not have to have a limit of when they're recorded um, at the same time or anything else. So I just have bookies of shows on there and I'm just kind of weeding them out, especially with fall TV now. Uh, Real Housewives of Orange County. I'm embarrassed that I watched this because this <laughs> season I feel like is just a hot mess and these women are a hot mess. Um, do you watch Orange County? Yeah. I probably don't watch it as much as I used to. I, I mean, I'm okay if I miss an episode here and there. I feel like I'm not going to miss much. I can pick right back up wherever I pick it up. Yep. Because we're <laughs> still it's, talking about the same issues from episode one. Exactly. They're, the drama is ongoing. So there's really no plot line to it that you have to follow. Right. Um, who's your favorite Orange County member? I don't have a favorite. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I tend to agree. There is a new lady on this season named Bronwyn, and she has like 12 kids or something like that. It's not it's not 12 kids. It's like uh, seven kids, I believe. And so that's a big storyline. And recently it was revealed that she and her husband have threesomes to celebrate anniversaries. I know. Again, why am I watching this? I don't know, but of course they dropped that bomb and now I really got to watch it. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, new show this fall called mixed ish. Yes. Off of the blackish chain. Yes. Um, have you watched mixed ish? Yes. I love it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. So, I feel like that whole franchise is hilarious. I've watched, Blackish, I've watched Grownish, and I've watched um, Mixedish. Okay, so I've watched Blackish some. I've not seen all of them. I catch it when mm-hmm. I can. Um, I've never watched Grownish, but Mixedish, I was just um, drawn to because I really like the Tracy Adams Ross character, you know, in Blackish and yeah. stuff. And I'm, I'm drawn to this whole storyline. And her dad is played by Mark Paul Gossler, aka. Zach Morris. Yes. It's brilliant. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's all flashing back to the eighties. Um, she and her family lived on a commune and were kind of in a cult and, um, they, the cult gets under fire by the authorities, I guess. And they get shunned off the commune. They go and live in, uh, her, uh, grandparents, or grandfather's like rental home and her parents are still trying to function like they are still in the commune. It's not going to work for long. So the mom has to go back to work. Um, and it's, it's all about rainbow and her sister and her brother basically going to school, a real school for the first time and adjusting as mixed children in the eighties with a white father and a black parent or a black mother. And these two, um, are, they don't always see the eye to eye on how to raise children, but they've got this commune background. It's just, it, it's so funny, but to hear Tracy Adams Ross narrate it and they give you these little historical tidbits throughout sort of like blackish does, you know, but this one I feel like is even more. Um, I think it's, I think it's wonderfully done. Oh yeah. I, I love the eighties references or eight late mid to late eighties, early nineties references. Because at one point, Mark Paul Gosselaar was like, something happens. He goes, oh, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I was like, yes. I, I caught that too. That was 
That was perfect. I, like my daughter sitting there going, why are you laughing? <laughs> like, <you're> hilarious. <laughs> you're like, don't you get it? Yeah, don't you get it? <laughs> she's like, all right. Then when you explain her to her, then it's not funny. I was like, you guys want a show called Saved by the Bell? She's like, okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it, mom. Um, so I highly encourage you to watch Mixed Dish. I'm going to keep this one on my lineup for sure. Yeah. Next up, oh, everybody's favorite tearjerker, This Is Us on NBC. Are you watching This Is Us? I am so far behind and I refuse to watch the new episodes because every episode is linked. So I'm going to have to do a whole binging section. I think I need to start maybe season two and do a refresher on that and then move it, move forward. Cause I've seen some of each season, but I need, and I know enough to know what's going on, but I really want to watch the whole thing leading up to it. Yep, this is definitely a show that if you have not watched it from the beginning, you should just go back and watch it. It is, as you said, storylines connected, but I do think um, overall it is harder to watch if you haven't seen all of it because of the flashbacks they do. And each episode is almost in a different time era of that flashback. So sometimes they flashback to when the kids are newborns sometimes they flash back to when they're 17 years old sometimes they flash back to when they're 12 years old you know and it sees different segments of their life and usually each episode stays within that time flashback but the next episode is not going to so it is it's definitely um you know I thought when I first started watching that that it was going to be difficult to follow but it's not you do just have to follow it from the beginning though Mm. pretty good so far this this season, if you will, standard, typical, this is us, tear jerkers, heart tuggers, and a little bit of uh, surprise elements thrown in that only this is us can do. And they do so well. Um, It's just a really well done show. And um, I know it's been renewed for several seasons from here on out, but it's, uh, it's just a really feel good lesson learned show and um i highly highly recommend it so go back and watch it i will get caught up okay moving on to bless this mess this stars dak shepherd and lake bell have you watched bless this mess yes i haven't seen every episode but i do watch it my thing is i forget when things are on you need youtube tv it just stores them all there for you I honestly watch most most things on Hulu the day after they're over. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, bless this mess. Like I said, Dak Shepard, it's created by Lake Bell, who plays his wife in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on ABC. This is pretty much a, um, it's a familiar storyline of, you know, these New York uh, jet setters, young couple. Um, he gets left in his aunt's will her farm in Nebraska and they decide that city life is just taking over their mental state of health and everything. So they decide we're going to move to this beautiful farm in Nebraska and, and be farmers and live the simple life. And they move out there and they discover that it's just this rundown, nasty old money pit and the farm hasn't grown any crops in the last like five years. And they're, they're just in the middle of this very small town, um, 
lifestyle that they're not accustomed to. And the the storyline's not what draws me to this show. If you've listened before to the podcast, you know I love Dak Shepard. Okay. So of course that's why I watched it first. But Dak Shepard and Lake Bell, um, having listened to his podcast for for several years now, I know that they're good friends. They've known each other for a long time and they their chemistry on the show and the way their delivery of lines play off of each other. This show, for some reason, I literally laugh out loud. Yeah. When I'm watching it. It is a funny show. It's one of these kind of, it's not filmed in front of a live studio audience. So there's no laugh track behind it. You're watching it and it's all about that line delivery and the kind of uncomfortableness sometimes between the actors. But there is... um, the gentleman that um, played in Anchorman, um, the movie Anchorman, and he oh, was the, yeah, he played the cowboy. Yes, the big anchor that's the cowboy, and he's always you know real extreme and stuff. He's in it, and he's really funny in the show. And um, Ed Bagley Jr. Yes, um, he plays like the kooky guy in the in the community that lives in their barn and stuff. It's just. It's really funny. There's several other actors and actresses on there that you would recognize if you were to watch it for the first time. It truly, it really doesn't follow it. It is a a 30 minute, you know, comic show. So it doesn't follow necessarily a storyline as long as you go into it knowing like these are city folk that are trying to live in the country now. It's like a modern day version of Green Acres. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. With, you know, she plays a lady named Rio who is a therapist so she's always trying to kind of dive into people's feelings and her mom still lives in the city and is constantly like calling her and giving her a hard time for it he you know they always talk a lot about like getting in tune with their feelings and stuff and that the community just thinks it's hogwash and so it's it's funny one of the most recent episodes um made a lot of sense I guess to me having been from such a football state if you will um of of teams that a lot of people are really headstrong about but this whole episode was about the Nebraska game and how the whole community comes together for the first game of the season and they have all these traditions and I sat there laughing because even though I mean I'm not a Nebraska fan but some of the points that they bring up and some of the things they do like I saw little bits of my life and people I know in that whole episode (laughs) I love that every episode she's trying, they're trying to save some animal, whether it's chickens, pigs, cows, and everyone's looking at them like, I mean, we've got to eat something. <laughs> so this most recent episode, um, they start off by all the ladies that are friends in town are all going on what they keep saying is girls day, girls day. And, and they're getting in a van and turns out girls day means and and Rio being from the city thinks they're going out on like a girls trip, you know, like she's all like, let's go have drinks and cocktails and get massages and the spa and stuff. And it turns out they all plan their visit to the gynecologist for the same day <laughs> and they have to go to Omaha to do it. So they all get in a van and drive to Omaha for gyno day. And it's just, it's just humorous, you know, and then they're, they're on a ladies trip that involves, the guy knows. So anywho, totally check it out. Uh, bless this mess. Pretty funny on ABC. Um, moving on to the Connors. I have it set to record. This is the follow-up to Roseanne, which came back, what, last year or something like that before yeah, the whole Roseanne thing happened? 
where she got in trouble with some slurs that she put out there, not surprised by. Um, they kick her off the show. They killed her off the show. Um, yeah, there's, and no there, <laughs> there's no coming back. You're right. They uh, actually did mid-season last year, started the whole thing with her not being there, and they picked up right after the funeral. Um, but uh, they got renewed for the next season, so it's back now. I kind of followed it out of curiosity to see what would happen. But, you know, I just can't not watch it because I feel like it was such a part of kind of my childhood <laughs> that mm-hmm. everybody grew up watching Roseanne. And um, so it's interesting to see kind of where they are as adults, which is kind of cool because they're supposedly around our age. Right. Yeah. With kids of their own. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, that's the Connors on ABC. That comes on actually right before or right after Bless the Smiths, I think. So that's kind of my back-to-back ABC comedy night, you know? Um, okay, next one. I'm really excited about this. This is Bluff City Law. Have you heard of this? I've heard of it. I have not seen it. Okay. So this stars Jimmy Smiths, who obviously has been around for a long time, but we haven't seen him in a role in a while. And then another actress who plays his daughter. And it is set in Memphis, Bluff City. And he is a lawyer. He's a big name lawyer by Memphis standards. And he has a great law firm that he uh, is well known for taking on corporations who have done wrong by the little guy. Okay, so they... um, like first episode was about a farm outside of Memphis that has um, people have gotten cancer from certain products that were put in the big corporations feed. And so when they've put it out on their farm, this guy got cancer and he basically was convinced that it was the big corporation doing it. Well, of course the corporations have all these fancy lawyers and stuff. So this is a law firm that's fighting for the little guy. Mm-hmm. Well, we find out in the first episode that his daughter is actually a lawyer for one of these big corporations. And she used to work for him. They got into a big fallout. And so she went and worked for these big corporations. And now she's he's trying to get her to come back to the small town law firm because he could use, one, he wants her back. But two, he could use sort of her mind as to where she's been and how she's been working and put it towards his cases. Um, Of course, there's all this other family, you know, side stories and different things that go on with the other associates in the law firm. But um, the main gist is this father-daughter relationship. The mother has recently passed away. And so there's all this kind of stuff coming out from the time that she and her father weren't speaking that she's learning of now. Um, I just really enjoy this show because it's a different take on a legal show. Well, I think we've had the, the CSIs, the law and orders and all that stuff, you know, and, and those are good shows still, but this is a different take of kind of modern day big corporations that can always win in a lawsuit and then somebody fighting for the little guys. And I like seeing Jimmy Smith's on TV again. Was I think the last thing I saw him in, was it Sons of Anarchy? Was that it? Gosh, I love Sons of Anarchy. He was oh, in that, right? He was. Yes. I, okay. I thought it was the right person. Yeah. And like, he, him and Brad are 
Jimmy Smith's. It was Jimmy Smith's. It was. I'll take either one. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm on board either way. Um, No, you're absolutely right. I'd almost kind of forgotten about that, but I love Sons of Anarchy, um, oddly enough, just because, I mean, I don't don't know. It was really rough and tough and dirty and stuff, but I kind of liked it. Um, But this is a different role for him. You see him in a suit every time, and he's kind of, you know, he's got that talk, the way that he speaks is very unique. I feel like you could yeah. close your eyes and you always know you're listening to Jimmy Smith's, right? Yeah. This is just a kind of a cool role to see him in as a dad and a professional. And, you know, there's a little bit of humor thrown in every once in a while and stuff. So it's a good, it's a good mix. It's a good show. Um, there's not, it's definitely episode independent. So there are some backstories that you should follow along with, you know, but I think people could probably just pick up one episode at a time and watch it. Um, if you just like a good kind of feel good legal story. So, um, okay. So let's move on to, oh, Prodigal Son on Fox. Have you watched Prodigal Son? No, but I was intrigued by the, the commercials. Okay. As was I, which is why I added it to my YouTube TV lineup. I believe Moose in the studio, uh, who's recording this has, has, said that this he believes is like the best new show on tv right now really um yeah yeah i i get it i i like the show but man it's disturbing it's super disturbing like in a good way but it's really disturbing (laughs) um so michael sheen who if you look him up you'll recognize him um but he plays a serial killer who was also a professor and had a very posh lifestyle and his family knew nothing of his wrongdoings, if you will. He gets caught and is taken off to a, uh, uh, obviously prison and stuff, but is now in an insane asylum and he'll stay in there for the rest of his life. His son, who was, I think maybe nine or 10 at the time of his father's capture, um, is now an adult, has worked for the FBI, and is uh, now being brought in by the local, like, New York Police Department or whatever to help with copycat murders, people that are showing up murdered and they need help trying to figure out why somebody's killing them, what they're doing, is it going to be a repeat thing, whatnot. It's like a consultant. But um, what we find out is that he goes to his dad and visits his dad to get pointers (laughs) on what happened. Like he asked his dad why he did it and stuff. Um, So his mother is played by Bellamy Young, who was the president's wife on Scandal, which I know you watched, right? Yes. Yes. Loved her. Loved. Yeah. I liked her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She played uh, it or in this show, she plays a very posh mom. You know, she's very, elite and stuff, but obviously has been through a lot because her husband was carted away as a serial killer and she didn't know it. And um, so the son deals with a lot of mental issues, as you can imagine. Um, He's scarred for life. He went through this whole long time of where he didn't see his father. We know he got to see him when he was younger after his dad was put in prison and he got to go visit every once in a while. But now he was then banned from seeing him by his mom. And now he's come back and he was secretly going to see his dad to find out stuff about these murders. The mom 
kind of forbids him to do it, but he still does. Um, but the disturbing side of this that really kind of messes me up sometimes is when you were watching the previews, I kind of thought it was going to be this son who has grown up with knowing his dad was a serial killer. And now he goes back and consults sort of a um, silence of the lambs type feel, right? Where he consults with them and then he goes and then he solves the murder and it's done. This is more like this, this guy has so much mental angst now and problems. He has to chain himself to the bed when he sleeps because of the night terrors because of what he might do to himself. And he's takes this medication and stuff to get through the day, essentially. So he's constantly having flashbacks. He's constantly got like bug eyed, like weird, bizarre looks on his face because he's fighting this stuff in his head. So he's just as mentally ill, basically, as like his father was at this time. And he's trying to not turn into this. So fun twist. The police officer that came and made the arrest of his father when this boy was like nine or 10, Lou Diamond Phillips. What? Right. Right. He's back. Lou Diamond Phillips comes, makes the arrest, and then basically steps in as like a father figure to this boy as he's growing up. Well, Lou Diamond still now works for the police department, and he's the one that has called this boy back in to kind of help out on some cases. So we're finding out more. It's a new show. It's still very early in. Um, you're still finding out more each episode or whatever. It is dark. It is deep. It is a little gruesome at times. Um, but the storyline's pretty, pretty good. So if you can handle that, this show's for you. All right. I might check it out. Yep. It's worth, I mean, it's, I I have literally watched it kind of hemmed up a little bit. Like, like I don't know what's about to happen or wow, that's really messed up. You know, I'm like telling myself like, oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine being in this kid's head ever, you know? Um, but, but the whole chain myself to the bed every night and he puts this mouthpiece thing in because he, so he doesn't, I guess grind his teeth too much or something. I mean, but it looks like a metal, like looks, it looks like somebody that's being held in a prison, a sane area, you know, but he's, he's playing a great role. I don't know who this guy is playing this role, but he's, he's doing a good job. So definitely go check it out. And Michael Sheen that plays the dad. I mean, he's a brilliant professor, right? So he's super smart and he's creepy smart. You know, because he still sees these guys, they, they cut to him and he's, you see the past flashbacks and then you see him now in the same asylum and it's like, it's, it's just eerie. They're, they're doing a good job. So um, I think it's one you should watch like the first two episodes and decide if you can move forward with it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I do have... Um, Southern Charm still on here. I have Beverly Hills 9210 on here. I have So You Think You Can Dance. I have Bachelor in Paradise. All of these shows are seasonal because I don't want to lose them, right? So it just stores it on here and it shows me any old episodes I want. I'm still crossing my fingers that Beverly Hills 90210 or BH 90210, as the reboot was called, will be called back for a second season. Have you heard anything about that? I haven't. Dang it. I was kind of hoping you had. I don't know. I mean, I guess we could dream, but they 
did a post on their social media that they were really heavily pushing out during the reboot. Mm -hmm. And at the end, it was just kind of like, thank you. That was fun. You know, we love you guys. Oh, I can't take it. I mean, that doesn't seem fair. That was just, I I don't know. I think they want to come back. I don't know if they kind of just thought this would be a, a, a quick, easy thing for them to all kind of do. It was, you know, something they could kind of play into the whole everybody's doing reboots thing. And they're like, you know, we don't want to make this longer term commitment, but let's do this six episode flashback and then we're done. Yeah. But I don't think people really thought that it was going to be that good. And now people are still hungry for it. Right. And they'll tease us. <laughs> six episodes was not enough. Yeah. I need you back. So I don't know what's um, going to come of that, but I'm leaving it on my queue just in case. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do have um, the bold type on my list. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it, but that's on Freeform, I believe mm-hmm. it is. Never seen um, it. It's a little hipper. It kind of is very millennial um city girls going through life you know all about sex drinking and working at a high profile magazine you know it's very far-fetched for like everyday right mary margaret right but <laughs> maybe that's why i like it i don't know um basically following a journalist um who is you know like i said kind of struggling with like career relationships uh social life all this stuff but um it's a little Gilmore girlish in the whole like fast pace uh quick storyline follow you know it's it's just a it's kind of a snazzy I want to feel younger sometimes show anyway it's called the bold type it's worth checking out it's on there um we mentioned Grey's Anatomy Mm -hmm. I still have station 19 listed on my queue although it has not started back up this fall and I'm not quite sure is it toast have you heard about it it should probably be coming back on because there's still some crossovers on Grey's Anatomy there is so one of the main firefighters from station 19 is now got a pretty heavy role on Grey's Anatomy and also Miranda's husband yeah is now on station 19 but he's been on Grey's Anatomy this season too yeah so I'm not sure like where that stands but I have it on here because I really enjoyed it it's very much a second place to Grey's Anatomy type thing I'm not sure but I think that might be one of the shows where Grey's Anatomy essentially each year has two seasons there's a fall season and then I think it's one of those where it ends a fall run and then it picks up maybe sometime in the new year it has another run okay and I think station 19 is part of that second run Okay, that makes sense. So after I, after like after how I get how to get away with murder, yes. after that show ends, I think that's when Station Nineteen kicks. Okay, in. okay, makes sense. Makes sense. So I'm hoping. I mean that there's not a drop somewhere, but that that would make sense. So um, I still have it on there because I do enjoy it. The the fire aspect of Seattle, I think it's pretty cool. Um, so that's good. Um, I have that set. I still have the village on my um, queue. I don't know if that was canceled. I think um, it was. Do you? Have, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> if it you was don't seem too, too upset about it. So. No, if it was, I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm okay with it being canceled. If it was, um, 
All right. So I still had Will and Grace because I know the the reboots, you know, were were on there. Um, and I know they just wrapped the last of the reboots. So I hate that it's not coming back again because I think they had it was kind of cool. But this was one of the longer reboots that was ongoing, which is what I was hoping old Beverly Hills would follow in. But different audience, I think. So um still have it on there. I still keep up my um uh, big brothers, um, whether it be celebrity or regular, I still have them on here. They did announce at the end of this big brother that there would be a next season. So that's good. It's on there. So whenever the time comes, I will have it set. Um, I did recently add <laughs> for fun cash cabs because it's on Bravo it's back. Now. And you know, it's when back. It's, you know when it's on. <laughs> that's right. It's on Bravo. It is back. Um, I tend to feel pretty smart whenever I watch Cash Cab. Um, I like to add up how much money I'm going to get uh, whenever I'm selected for Cash Cab one day because I feel like I could do pretty well. Um, So, yeah, so that's my most recent ad because it's now back. Um, But I love that it's on Bravo, and I love that they are incorporating some Bravo stars on there. Frederick from uh, Million Dollar Listing was on there on one of the first episodes and I saw on social media the other day that Cameron and Shep from Southern Charm are going to be in one of the cabs soon. Hilarious. Yes. Can't (laughs) wait. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's it. That's all of my YouTube TV stuff. Now, obviously I've got a whole chain of things that I watch through Netflix that are on there, but, um, just wanted to kind of touch on my fall TV ones right now. And, uh, toss those out goodness that was a lot there's a lot on my queue but I I find, the time. I find the time I okay I do it for the people you, you have to yes yes is there anything I'm missing that you're watching I don't think so I pretty much watch the whole standards that I've always watched I love 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 Superstore it makes me laugh out loud every week Super, you know I've never watched Superstore I think you would like it it's 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 funny it's got some really smart humor in it some really good feet the characters feed off of each other really well america ferrera is this kind of the star of it but she i think everyone gets a lot of equal time but yeah it's it's a laugh out loud to me that's one of my laugh out loud comedies and is that still live or is this is it done and it's like posted somewhere um well you can get it on hulu but okay. it, yeah, it's on the new season just started, just kicked off on NBC. Okay. So there is still live seasoning yes. happening. Okay, cool. Well, I should add it to my list because I can I think you'll like it. pull it up anytime I want to then. <laughs> um, overall, I've been pleased with this year's haul, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm feeling it right now. There's there's only been a couple here and there that I dropped. I did drop Carol's second act. Oh, I haven't it, seen that one yet. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. Poor Patricia Heaton. She, I tried. I gave her two episodes. Um, but it is, you know, with the laugh track or there may be a live audience. I don't know. But it's a laugh track show. So, I mean, it's, it's a little slapsticky. And I kind of feel weird watching a medical show that's kind of silly like that um I used to love Patricia Heaton so I kind of that's why I was going to watch it was like oh well she's bound to be good but I do think they are playing off the fact that it's Patricia Heaton right um 
and I just I had to drop it. Didn't enjoy it. It it was kind of s- stupid comedy. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So that one I wasn't on. I will make note of something that I thought was pretty fantastic that happened this past week. Um. Not sure if you were aware or not, but on uh maybe ABC. I think. No, NBC. Shoot, I can't remember. But it was a blast from the past week. Have you seen that they've yes. been doing that? I haven't seen all the shows that I've wanted to see on there, but I yes, I've, I've caught some of the blast from the past. I kind of thought that was a really great idea. Um, they have, throughout their current show lineup, brought back as either guest stars or like a, a reoccurring for a couple episodes, person or whatever, a star from a past show. Um, and it is ABC because they did it on Grey's Anatomy by bringing back um, Alyssa Milano and Holly Marie Combs yeah. from Charmed and had them play sisters on the show. So they're not always playing, you know, they're not playing the characters that they were on their original shows back in the day, but you're getting to see these familiar faces from all the shows that we love, which again, plays back into what we always talk about with these whole reboot things. This is ABC's way of giving you reboots without giving you reboots. And so I thought it was great. I've loved seeing some of these old characters come in and I bet it's done wonders for some of their ratings. I mean, not that a lot of these shows were hurting, but I think it was a really slick move on ABC's part. Yeah, it was smart. I liked it. And just to see how they kind of interacted with each other and how they weren't really necessarily their own. But again, the references to their old shows was always there. So that's right. That's right. For example, on the Grey's Anatomy one, it was just one of the most recent ones. That's why I keep referring to it. But um, when they brought back the two sisters from Charmed, now again, they played sisters, which is what people were used to them being. They had different names. So it wasn't like they were playing their own witches from Charmed, but They uh, did throw out at one point, you know, um, Alyssa Milano's character pulls out like some uh, stones and like um, things for good vibes. They kept saying it was going to be, you know, she needed good energy in the hospital room and stuff. And that kind of plays back into what you were used to seeing on Charmed, but they never reference it. So it's kind of neat. I just... I've been pretty uh, pretty impressed with how they've done it on any of the shows I've seen. Yeah, the only one I've seen so far, I have to go back and, and catch the other ones on demand, but I saw the blackish one where um, Tracy Ellis Ross, she had a show that she was on before called Girlfriends. So yes. during this episode, she was calling, she said, I'm going to call in my girlfriends to help me out. And you open the door and it's her former castmates from that show. And again, they come in and they're not playing, you ex- fully expected them to play their characters but they had different names, but they were all still friends. And there were references to the show Girlfriends. And even at the end, the guy who was the main, the main guy character on Girlfriends made a guest appearance at the end. So it was funny. It was, it was just really funny the way they did it. Very well done, I yeah. think. So, well, good. Well, so I know this was jam-packed with just straight up TV, but tis the season, right? So we... Absolutely. We had to. Um, our, our friends out there know what what's good to watch. <laughs> Got to give them some, some suggestions and things to get out there and see. Right, and if um, there are things that they're watching that we don't see, hey, 
I'm all good for good Canadian TV or whatever you're watching. I would. I was I a would Degrassi fan. <laughs> Degrassi. I'm sure every Canadian listening is going, oh gosh, they're referring to Degrassi. It's the only one I know, people. I'm sorry, but I actually loved it. <laughs> Me too. So yeah, I'm all for it. If somebody has a suggestion of something we can watch, clearly by my list, I'll watch anything. <laughs> and you have the time. <laughs> Apparently, time. <laughs> I will make the time. My husband travels some. My kids go to bed on time. I'll make time in the evenings to watch just about anything. So, um, absolutely, I totally would love people to send in their su- suggestions. You can find us on social media, on Instagram. I've been doing pretty good on Instagram. I know you don't see it, Jeanette, because. Why would you? I'm um, on Instagram. I need to just open it every now and then. Yes, yeah. please do. Please do. Step one, Mary Margaret. I have an account. <laughs> Baby, Baby steps. steps. <laughs> okay, so uh, they can find us on Instagram. You can also find us through all the avenues that the mesh is on, which is on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can find us on um, the internet at info or excuse me, www.themesh.tv. If you're not listening there, listen, review, subscribe, send us information, whatever you want. Um, also something else I wanted to, uh, bring out to everybody is that, you know, while you may think that this episode was sponsored by YouTube TV, it wasn't. Although, if you would like to be a sponsor of our show or any of the shows on The Mesh, we have that opportunity. Um, we'll plug you, we'll plug your business, and we'll also get you an uh, ad put on here that you can then be noticed and recognized by all of our listeners. Um, Chick Chat's very lucky. We've got listeners all over the place. You know that. Look at that. Yeah, so uh, we'd love to talk to you about that if you're interested in being a a supporter, a sponsor, or an advertiser on The Mesh or any of its shows, you can contact us at info at themesh.tv. All right, so there's my buzzer. Time to go. Any uh, other final thoughts, Jeanette? You know, not today. Not today. It's just Sorry, I'm not full of wisdom today. It's it's a, it's a standard go watch some TV and report back episode. I've got my list that from you that I need to a couple okay. of shows that I want to check out and I'm just going okay. to try and see. Well, I'm glad I'm glad I can add to all your spare time that you have in your life. And to everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. We love doing this. We hope you enjoy it too. And let us know what you think. If you have any other topics you'd like us to discuss next episode, we will be back to our normal multi-topic show episode, Um, getting back in the groove of all things chit chat. But uh, this time we hope that you enjoy a little rundown of fall TV. So Jeanette, take it easy. Have a good rest of your week. Thanks, you too. All right. And until next time, guys, we're Chick Chat and we'll catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.